Hello, everybody. Welcome to Transformations Podcast. So I am back for another summary of Second Case. Whoa, it was so hard trying to get those names before. <laughs> As I was like, let me know what. Take a break. Come back. Because sometimes you cannot do it in one sitting. Okay. So let's see. So I was actually starting in... I'm going to start from chapter 16. Okay, great. Here it goes. In chapter 16, King Ahabs does not do what is right in the eyes of the Lord. These chapters show that at the end of the day, we could choose to live a life against God, but it will always lead to our downfall one way or the other. Yes, disciples may struggle too, but it is the reason that always leads us to having a salvation in God. It is not worth it. And plus, us believers has the best gift in the world, God. There is no sin or anything in this world worth destroying that. In chapter 17, um, Hezal was the king of Israel and did evil in the eyes of the Lord, but not like the other kings. Verses 1-6. through six. Samaria was captured by the king of Israel in verse 6 because of the evil things they did against the Lord. Verses 7-17. to God finally had enough and did the following. Verses 18 to 20, 23, yes. So the Lord was very angry with Israel and removed them from his presence. Only the tribe of Judah was left, and even Judah did not keep the commands of the Lord their God. They followed the practices of Israel had introduced. Therefore, the Lord rejected all the people of Israel. He afflicted them and gave them into the hands of the plunders until he thrust them from his presence. Israel was turned away from the house of the Lord, and Jeroboam was made king. He entied Israel away <clears throat> from the following and caused. Let's see something. Um, um, where is it? Oh, yes. I'm sorry. Verse 21. When he tore away Israel from the house of the Lord, they made Jeroboam son in the bad they came. Jeroboam enticed Israel away from the following, from the, from following the Lord and caused him to commit a great sin. The Israelites persisted in all the sins of Jeroboam and did not turn away from them. And so the Lord removed them from his presence as he warned them from all of his servants, the prophets. So Israel was taken away from their homeland into the exile of Israel, and it, they were still there. It was horrible that people did the following. Verses 32, 33, 40, and 41. They worshiped the Lord, but also appointed all sorts of their own people to orchestrate them as priests in the shrines at the high places. They worship the Lord, but they also serve their own gods in accordance with the customs of the nations from which they have brought. They will not listen, however, but persisted in their formal practices. Even while the peace people were worshiping the Lord, they were serving their idols. <clears throat> to this day, their children no <coughs> oh, sign and grandchildren continue as the ancestors did. End quote. I can relate to doing this. I can honor God, but go and watch YouTube shorts right after. This reminds me of the following passage. James 3, 9-10. With the tongue, we praise our Father. And with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praising and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. In chapter 18, Hezekiah, king of Israel, and the following was said 
about him. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father David had done. Verse 3, verse 4, he removed the high places, smashed the sacred stones, and cut down the astral poles. He broke into pieces the bronze snake Moses had made, for up to that time, Israel's lights had been burning incense to it. Verse 5. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord, the God of Israel. There was no one like him among the kings of Judah, either one before him or after him. 6. He held fast to the Lord and did not stop following him. He kept the commands the Lord had given Moses. The Lord was with him, and he was successful in whatever he undertook. He rebelled against the king of Israel and did not serve him. From watchtower to fortified city, he defeated the Philistines as far as Gaza in his territory. The Israelites had the following punishment for the following reasons. Verses 11-12 through 12 and verse 30, 29, 30-31. The king of Israel departed, deported Israel to Esmeral and settled them into those places. This happened because they had not obeyed the Lord their God, but violated his covenant. All that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded. They neither listened to his commands nor carried them out. End quote. Now verses 29, 30 to 31. This event also happened as well. 29, this is what the king says. Do not let Hezekiah deceive you. He cannot deliver you from my hand. 30, do not let... Hezekiah persuades you to, to trust in the Lord when he says the Lord will surely deliver us. The city will not be given into the hand of the king of Israel. 31. Do not listen to Hezekiah. This is what the king of Israel says. Make peace with me and come out to me. Then each of you will eat fruit from your own vine and fig tree and drink water from your own sister. In verse 32. Until I come out and take you to a land like your own, a land of grain and new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and honey. Choose life and not death. Do not listen to Hezekiah, for he is misleading you when he says the Lord will deliver us. End quote. Lies are fed to us to deter us from following God. I must cling to God and forsake whatever the world offers because it is a counterfeit and God offers the real thing. In chapter 19, Hezekiah torn his clothes and put on sackcloth and went to the temple of the Lord. Verse 1. I love that the following happened. Verses five to seven when hezekiah when king hezekiah's officials came to isaiah isaiah said to them tell your master this is what the lord says do not be afraid of what you heard those words with which underlines the king of israel have blasphemed me listen when he enters a certain report i will make him return to his own country and there i will have him cut down with the sword End quote. God is faithful in the end and always assures that we can rely and trust in him. Um, Sick or not, told Hezekiah to do not let the guard that he depends on deceive him and saying that it, Jerusalem will not be given into the hands of Azariah. And said other things to him in verses 9 through 13. Hezekiah turns to God and prays in verses 14 through 19. In times of crisis and frustrations, that is not my first response. That is what I want to do. And the following happened in the end, verses 35 to 37. That night, the angel of the Lord went out and put to death 185,000 in the Israel camp. When the people got up in the next morning, there were all these dead bodies. So, Zikronav, king of Israel, broke camp and withdrew. He returned to Nimrimoth and stayed there. One day while he was worshiping the temple of his God, 
Nisroch, the sons of those people, killed him with a sword, and they escaped to the land of Ekrod. Then his son succeeded him as king. <coughs> oh, excuse me. In chapter 20, Hezekiah became ill, and he was told that he won't recover. Verse 1. Hezekiah prayed and wept to the Lord. Verses 2 to 3. I love how he goes to prayer as his first reactions. I need to do this more often. God answers his prayers and healed him. He will have 15 years added to his life and be delivered from Edgemarrow. Verses 5 to 6. God would do this for his sake and for David as well. That is truly inspiring that David's actions still affected God years after his death. That is the impact that I want to have on God and others. Hezekiah asked for a son and it is explained that it would be there. Verses 8 through 11. His reign ended in verses 20 to 21. In chapter 21, Mezahar became the king of Israel and did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Followed the detestable practices and rebuilt the high places that Hezekiah and his father destroyed. He erected altars to Baal and made Asher poles like Ahab had done. Mezahar bowed <clears throat> bow down to starry hosts and worship them. Even in all of this, Menzahal thought that he had the right to build altars in the temple of the Lord. I cannot worship God and curse other people or worship God along with false idols and gods. Menzahal sacrificed his own son in the fire, practiced divination, saw almonds, consulted mediums and spirits. This happened in verses 1-6. through six. God was angry in verse 6. Mezahal led the Israelites astray, and they did more evil in the nations that the Lord destroyed before the Israelites in verse 19. Verse 9. God mentioned that he will wipe out Jerusalem in verse 13. Mezahal did sin in Jerusalem and Judah in verse 16. It did evil in the eyes of the Lord 16. Enahai did evil in the eyes of the Lord as well in verses 19-26. In, ver in chapter 22, Josahal became king and did the following. He did not. He did was right in the eyes of the Lord and completely followed the ways of his David, his father David, not turning aside to the left or to the right. Verse two, the book of the Lord was found in the temple of the Lord when they were trying to repair it. Verses five through eight, um, Hekelah found it in verse eight. Rose were torn in verse eleven. The final one was requested. Thirteen, go and inquire the Lord for me and the people in all of Judah for about what was about Judah about what is written in this book and that. That has been found. Great is the Lord's anger that burns against us because those who have gone before us have not obeyed the words of this book. They have not acted in accordance with all that is written there concerning us. End quote. God has the following response later. Verse 19. Because your heart was responsive and you humbled yourself before the Lord when you heard what I had spoken against this place and his people, that they will become a curse. That is, their name will be used for cursing or that they will see that they'll be cursed be laid waste because you tore ropes and wept in my presence i have also heard you declares the lord verse 20 therefore i will gather you to your ancestors and you'll be buried in peace your eyes will not see all the disasters i'm about to bring towards this place end quote so they took the answer back to the king end quote god loves a broken heart and for us to have true repentance read psalm 51 and chapter 23 joseph high renews the covenant with god and the people pledge to it verse 3 other gods and practices were moved were were removed sorry verses 4 to 24 this is what it was said about josiah verse 25 neither before nor after josiah was there came like him who turned to the lord as he did with all his heart and all his soul and all his strength according to the lord the moses end quote god had the following response 26 to 27 
Nevertheless, the Lord did not turn away from the heat of his fierce anger, which burned against Judah, because all the Mesahal had done to arouse his anger. So the Lord said, I will remove Judah also from the presence as I removed Israel, and I will reject Judah, Jerusalem, the city I chose, and this temple, about which I have said my name shall be there. Jehoshaphat house did even the eyes of the Lord, verses 31-32. Jeroboam did even the eyes of the Lord as well, in verses 36-37. Chapter 24 uh, was a sad one for Judah. God sent enemies to destroy Judah. Verses 1. Jeroboam's reign. Nebuchadnezzar came to Babylon, invaded the land, and Jeroboam became his vassal for three years. But then he turned against Nebuchadnezzar and rebelled. The Lord said to um, Babylonian, um, against the destroyed Judah, and according to the word of the Lord proclaimed by his servants, the prophets. Verse 3. Surely these things happened <coughs> to Judah, according to the Lord's command, in order to remove them from his presence because the sins of medicine high and all he had done. Um, other Two other kings ruled in Israel and did evil in the eyes of the Lord. In chapter 25, There was a bad famine in verse 3. Jerusalem was being destroyed in verse 9. Judah went into captivity in verse 21. Joachim was released from exile and was taken care of in verses 27 to 30. So that is a summary of 2 Kings. It just showed the devastating effects of people who choose to go against God and the blessings of people who actually follow God and showing that people who go against God, God would not have the last word. And it was just really devastating to just see that the same result happened to people who went against God. And it really had an impact on how I want to live for God. Like, I want to put God first. I don't want to cling to these idols that are going to destroy me. I don't want to cling to these sins that's going to destroy me. I don't want to lead people astray. I don't want to hurt God, go against his commands, have other people go against God and his commands and just lead people astray. It was a really eye-opening experience for me. So thank you so much for listening to Transform Aisha's podcast. And I hope you have a great day. Thank you. Bye for now.